And I believe I, you know, I think we're live. Ladies and gentlemen, August 31st, 2023, 4 o'clock p.m., Canoga Park, California, in what's about to be the previous Tulane Live Studios. We're yes. moving to a new joint. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by Eagle Rider Motorcycle Rentals and Tours. Don't forget to check out TulaneLife.com. Click on the Eagle Rider tab and see how you can save yourself some coin and have a great trip in the process. Here's G-Man. He's running a little late. That's how we do it sometimes. Anyway, today we have a dude well, by the name of Just GQ in the house. He's a writer, educator, not only on his YouTube channel, but he educates the youth as a school teacher, and he travels all over the country making rad videos. We actually met him in Milwaukee for the 120th, and we're we're just going to shoot the shit today, talk bikes, talk life, and talk good times. Anyway, what's up, boys? Well, so what's up? You just said something that this is like one of our last. Is it two more in here, or is this the last time we'll be in this studio? Well, you're gone. I'm gone next week. So yeah. no live next week. I'll no do it just, just live by myself. Just talk to myself <laughs> in a room. Do, we could do a live uh, maybe when we get back. Yeah. So one more maybe. Yeah, probably one, one or more. two more in here. Well, I don't know if you've been watching, but Sturgis – Day two, or drop two, was uh, yesterday, and it was really fun. Check it out. Good food, good ride, good friends, good times. We always love going to Sturgis, man. Uh, yeah, we've had a, a lot of good feedback and comments uh, in, in both of the drops. And I think, I think it's an annual, you know, the thrashing drops and the two-lane life drops, and they get a lot of, a lot of watch time. It's really kind of cool to see, and we appreciate the positive comments as well. They get a lot of love, but, you know, we ride a lot of miles. We, we go to the really cool places around this country uh, and out of the country. Great times, but for some reason, every year, I'm always excited to go to Sturgis. I just love the getting the house and hanging out and just, it's almost Sturgis, like. It's like Christmas. It's that yeah. one time of year. It feels like a holiday. You know, we kind of let loose on that compared to working on trips, filming, capturing, which is kind of. Have a good time, you know. Well, yeah. I think I think it's because of, for us, it's the journey getting there. Yeah, you know, we take three or four days to get there. Um, it's a great group of guys. Uh, there's never fighting. There's never like issues. Uh, and then once we get to the house, you know, the camaraderie there at the house is great. It's I awesome. love having the barbecues there. Um, this year, unfortunately, it rained so much. We only <laughs> got to cook one night at the house there, but. Uh, Tracy was telling me that that, that uh, patio is a great place to sit out oh, yeah. and cook and see all the wildlife that comes through. So we'll be there next year and uh, check that stuff out. You know, think about this. We put out a special video on our ride home on the CVOs, but during the, the Sturgis videos we dropped, Gail and I are ripping around on the brand new CVOs, and man, we had so much fun, and we showcase it. We talk about it. So there's a couple of videos. If you go back, look at our channel. They're there. They're badass. We're having fun. Love the new bike. They even said they'd buy me one, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we probably shouldn't waste much more time. We should. No, and, and so kind of cool. Um, about a year and a half ago, a gentleman hit me up from Florida, Trey, and wanted to talk a little bit about Sturgis, and maybe we'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, then just the other day, a week or so ago, he's, he's like, hey, I have a buddy, GQ, you should – check him out and lo and behold i looked up his stuff and i'm like hey we met him in in uh wisconsin at the 120th and so reached out to him and he was absolutely 
um, happy to do the show, and we're happy to have him. So let's let's pull him in. And there he is. Hey, GQ. What's up? What's How's up? It going? I'm good. How y'all doing? Good. How are you? I'm amazing. That's awesome. So where are you right now? What what state are you in? You might have just said no. He's. I am in New Orleans, Louisiana. And did you have any impact with the hurricanes down that direction or no? Uh, crossing fingers, not yet. Uh, we, <laughs> we, tend, we tend to get uh, – it's hurricane season for us right now, but uh, we haven't had anything uh, close so far. Good. Yeah. That's, that's good to hear. I saw some uh, surging in – I think it was Florida just looked gnarly, like 10 feet deep. Yeah, Florida's getting jacked just up. Just getting sure. pounded. So you're sitting here with us. We're motorcycle people. You're a motorcycle guy. You do. It looked like you do some heavy rides, and you got a lot of guys that you ride with. What's the story with that? Uh, man, where did I start? Um, I just have a passion for just getting out. Um, much like you guys riding across the country, uh, seeing different things. Uh, I actually watch a lot of you guys' stuff and uh, get a little bit of inspiration. You know. Uh, for my future rides, uh, especially um, Alberta and uh, mm -hmm. the, I think you did like a, a northeast run. It was like up in in that area, Maine and all that. Yep. Yeah, when the leaves were kind of falling and changing and things like that. So uh, you guys uh, definitely are an inspiration to me. Um, but I think for me, it, it was that first cross country trip for me that kind of like shifted my whole perspective of, of what riding is for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've gotten bit by the bug and, you know, I, <laughs> I can't let it loose. Right. So when did you start riding or how well, long have you been riding? I've been riding uh, since 2007, but, you know, of course I started on uh, sport bikes. Um, I'm a baby uh, in the, in the Harley game, uh, in my opinion, I've been riding Harley's for about four and a half, five years. Okay. Uh, but yeah. I'm also a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, Josh had sport bikes as well. Like we, yeah. we made him graduate to a, I think you've been with us three and a half. We're, we're three and a half years old and he's owned four different Harleys. One five, he had to, or five. Well, but, only because one was right. stolen, but yeah. And, <laughs> You know, it's a different ball game. Obviously, it's fun starting on the sport bikes. They're light, they're fast, and then the hard started getting lighter and getting faster. But yeah, once you try a big V twin, it's kind of hard to get away it's from a great that. Ride. Once you see the country, it's kind of hard to get away from that. Yep. Once you ditch going triple digits on the freeway all the time, it's easy to get away from that. You know, so it's it's well, good. To, it's a different pace. You know, to your point about what you said got you into it after your first cross country ride. I mean, for me, and I think these guys feel kind of the same way, it's coast to coast. You go in these small towns, you meet these people, and it's like the whole time we've been doing this, I don't care what's going on on TV or the news. All the people in this country are really wonderful. There's great people everywhere. We've met so many cool people. And for me, that's my passion to keep hitting the road and going to these new towns and, and making friends and being able to go back. And they remember you, and it's like now you're building this big family. Totally agree. Totally agree. Totally agree. I've, I've met so many uh, people who have become like family to me just riding across country and then 
they happen to come my way and then we link up and you know it's it's like your long lost uh brother uncle dad sister cousin you know it, it, it just keeps getting reciprocated back and forth and it's just this this ball of energy that kind of never never ceases to stop yep yeah i mean it's it's well think about it just in talking with trey then trey makes an introduction we also saw him right i mean it's that's and and there's not a ton of motorcycle riders out there per se so it's like this whole community just kind of travels around you we see people at the 120th and we'll see them at sturgis and then people come by the shop here and uh which by the way we are looking to move in around september 15th we're going to have a grand opening sorry to digress for a minute but it's coming together over there oh yeah i'm i'm super excited we're a little bit egotistical because we've got our big pictures out there on the front wall but if we're not there you can come take a picture with us right <laughs> right right but yeah but yeah so i mean putting all that together um and then seeing the common you know things that we all talk about and and guys will just stand around motorcycles and look at them and it's just the, right um are you do you have a club as well Yes, I ride with Rare Breed Motorcycle Club. Um, we are all Harley-based club, and uh, we love to put in long miles. And there's a lot of – how many are you? How many guys are in the club? It seemed like on the, one of your videos I saw, there was a lot of guys riding. Two men in count. <laughs> That's good. You had a pack uh, after Sturgis, or – Wait, you rode to from the one twentieth. You rode it to Sturgis, right? Yeah. And it, there was a pack of you guys with that group, right? It was uh, four of us that left Milwaukee to go to Sturgis. But that was just a just a, a combination of uh, uh, I had a club brother with me. I had uh, another friend uh, from a different area, and uh, one of my uh, homegirls from from down south as well made the trip. So before we go a little bit further, tell them how they can find you, what your Instagram, what your YouTube, and we'll do this a couple times throughout the show. Gotcha, gotcha. You guys can follow me on YouTube, Instagram, and uh, pretty much all your social media platforms at JustGQ. Um, I am GQ. Uh, I'm not just GQ. A lot of people say, hey, it's just GQ. It's just like, no, nah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just GQ. <laughs> so I have to make that, uh, that uh, delineation, but... um. YouTube, Instagram, that's where I'm most active. Uh, I do a lot of lives on Instagram, so I like to talk with a lot of my, my followers and, and subscribers and things like that. So very interactive. Uh, uh, I'm very active, excuse me, on uh, IG, and all of my travels for the most part uh, reside on YouTube. Well, we got a lot of feedback uh, with that post yesterday, the day before, people saying, I can't wait to, to see this one. Uh, so you better not disappoint, man. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your bike of choice right now? If people don't know. Ooh, my bike of choice. Uh, I pretty much everyone who knows me knows I'm a road glide man. Uh, I will forever ride a road glide until I cannot ride a road glide uh, for whatever reasons <laughs> it may be. Um, I actually just, I was blessed with another road glide. Um, I flew out to Phoenix and uh, rode it back from from Phoenix to New Orleans this past weekend. So 
Yeah, road glides or no glides. So that, that's my my jam right there, road glide. Yeah, we're we're road glide guys. Um, so are you are you putting parts on the bike? What what do you do? You build the bike at all? What's your what's your go to? Um, over time, I I, I, tie, I I like to make it just highly ready for myself. Um, whether it's the bar setup, seat, pegs, um, of course luggage and things like that but I, I don't do too much uh custom building per se of motorcycles it's just more so just getting it set up to take these long rides i guess i think i customize it more so to to film i guess that would be the, the majority of my customizing just making sure i have everything for my cameras and, and gopros set up so uh that's as far as customization goes gotcha so just like bars and seats, you don't build the engine or anything. No, no, no. I send it off to somebody else. <laughs> so what did you you picked up? What a twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two or what did you end up getting? Uh, I wound up getting a, a twenty one limited. Uh, okay. And it, it has a, a I, I don't want to say too much because I want to leave it for I haven't revealed it yet on YouTube, uh, <laughs> but just know it's it's sick. Just know that. Oh, we can't well, wait to we see it. wait to see that one. So, you know, I talked to you the other day. We talked just a few minutes before the show. Um, and we'll get back into the motorcycle talk, but let's maybe dig in a little bit to your personal life. Like, what's your day job and, and how long you've been doing it? What's your passion around it? Uh, give us a sense of kind of who GQ is. So GQ is a... First and foremost, a very passionate person. I am passionate about anything, anything that I do, I, I, I'm pretty much super passionate about. Uh, I am an educator by trade. I've been teaching for going on 13 years. Wow. I, I absolutely love it. Um, I, I've been adopted by many students over the years and I've become a uh, the, the godparents to many uh, kids, kids, and uh, I, I just love it. Um, just to be able to impart some type of wisdom and knowledge in, into the youth, just it just does something to me. And especially as they become older and they come back and they see me or they run into me into into uh, run into me in a, a gas station or a store and say, "Hey." So I remember when you said this, this was so true. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. It just, you know, it makes it all worthwhile, you know. 100%. Yeah, man, it's, 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 it's very uh, fulfilling, <laughs> very fulfilling. That is awesome. I love that. You know, I always used to say, if you go somewhere and you learn one thing, you learn something. Yep. <laughs> I love that. It it's, it's, it's simple. Uh, These yeah. guys aren't simple enough to understand <laughs> what I just said. Okay. But yeah. It's got a deep, really deep meaning. Yeah, that's really deep. <laughs> um, yeah. We were talking about it the other day. I mean, we, we don't get very political on the show uh, mm -hmm. very much. But, I mean, teachers, you think about people that you remember in your lifetime. And like you said, you've been adopted by so many kids. You know, it's not often that you can remember a bunch of names, but you always remember like your first grade teacher, your high school. A teacher is in one of the memory banks that you have one or two or 10 teachers, you know, but, and it's just because the influence that you have over these kids and there's good teachers and there's bad teachers. But in general, I mean, you guys, you're 
putting on on the line every day to help help educate these kids and i i wish in this country we paid teachers more so that we could keep good teachers employed and keep them in the classroom because it's and it's getting you know more difficult even as we speak i mean this whole thing that we went through in 2020 i mean that was a teacher's worst nightmare trying to teach through a computer screen uh, we we we're over it now but it took so long to kind of you know shake back from you know getting up trying to get a bunch of kids focused on the screen and in some in some instances like uh depending on the the content that you teach you teach or you taught it's not really feasible to be able to teach it through a computer for whatever different uh, challenges it may be. Let's just say you were you were an art instructor or a music instructor. Some kids may not have uh, canvases and, and, and palettes or musical instruments at their homes to, to practice with you through a virtual setting. You know, so it, uh, there's a lot of uh, unseen challenges with that, but I'm glad we are past it. Um, and I think we are, we're more prepared for it this time uh, or next time, if there is a next time than we were before, because it was it was a lot. But um, shout out to all the teachers out there who who made it happen, who uh, you know got up with the, the slippers and their their coffee mugs and sat in front of the the computer screen for long hours at a time. And screen fatigue is a very real thing. So just sit. Have you ever been in on, on a Zoom call with a or a meeting with with someone over Zoom? It it just starts getting 40 minutes in, 50 minutes in, you're like, Whew. right. You start, to get, you start to get worn out. And I can just imagine for uh, the students how it would be for them as well. Well, Josh knows all about that here. Yeah. Well, there's a yeah, lot of uh, people on here saying that they want to adopt you from all these different states. <laughs> I'm digging that. <laughs> and so right, you Go ahead. I was just going to say right here, looking through your channel, I saw you put out a video based on risking it all, more than likely your career about mm-hmm. going to the 120th. So this guy, Roderick, says, was there any fallout from going to the 120th after starting your new job? Maybe fill people in on that. Okay, so just a little back, bit of backstory. So uh, mm-hmm. I left one uh, school and I was going to another school. And I've already had the, the ride planned uh, because I planned on staying at the previous school. And so I had it all set up, uh, ready to go and when I transitioned to my new job in my new position, uh, it was, I said, well, hey, um, I'm going to have to take two weeks off because <laughs> I've already, <laughs> I, I've had this this ride already planned. And in, 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 in education, usually during the summertime, you do professional development. So all of the teachers come back for a, a session and they go over different things, teaching pedagogies, uh, just expectations, stuff like that. And to miss two weeks of that was very risky. But uh, fortunately, being a veteran teacher, um, I had a lot of uh, rapport with the um, the staff and the administration there. So it wasn't uh, too too bad. You know, they, they let me uh, they let me go. What? Thanks, yogurt. They let you go. Yeah, they let me go. They let me go. No, no, they didn't let me go. Like, oh, let you go on the ride. <laughs> let me go. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> nah, every. Uh, but nice. honestly, um, they were super, super, super. Once they found out 
like my YouTube thing, you know, they were super supportive of it because uh, any kind of way that they can uh, leverage the things that we do that's positive in the classroom is always a plus, and they want to highlight that as well. So they're super. Once once they found out, they're like super supportive of it. I gotta think they would love the motorcycle aspect coming into the classroom seriously yeah i mean love I, that stuff I pull up and pull up to the school and just you know big motor and everybody's like oh hey mister you know it's, it's, it's pretty pretty cool yeah because so, i don't imagine many teachers come pulling up into the school on a harley like that <laughs> so before we go on i've got yogurt and socal squatcher uh talking about how white my legs are <laughs> and how he's got screen fatigue <laughs> like yogurt oh, whoa. <laughs> so this uh we love you yogurt and come up come by you haven't been by here forever jerk um <laughs> so is this is this the point where in this new job you are working with special needs or have you been doing that for a few years or kind of lead up to what happened there and why you chose that group of people. So as I do not work with special needs, it's just a passion of mine because I have two special needs children. And so I've always become, well, not always become, but I've become an advocate for special needs kids and making sure that their rights and needs are fulfilled. Um, so that's something that I carry with me. Um, it's something that is definitely a talking point when I'm uh, meeting people out, pe meeting people in different riders and things like that on the road, because uh, it's a community that does not get enough uh, spotlight on it, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> well, let, let's find, shine some light on it. What tell us a little bit about that passion and what's going on and your kids. And are there places where people can donate or are there rides that you're doing? Is there anything we can help with at some point? So I'm trying to put together currently in uh, a ride for uh, autism. Uh, I mean, you can donate to uh, autismspeaks.org, um, but I'm, I want to put on a long ride, a relay ride for autism just to raise money because what a lot of um, people don't understand is there's it's a wide spectrum and there's various uh, varying costs in that spectrum. You may have a high functioning um, child on a spectrum, or you can have a very, 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 very low functioning child on a spectrum that may require someone to be their caregiver um, pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, my child, my, uh, my son, he is one of those uh, children who needs a one-to-one. A -one. So he has someone that, uh, you know, walks around with him throughout the day at school, make sure that he has his needs and things uh, met. So, um, but everyone is not afforded that same uh, opportunity. There are parents uh, who are who cannot afford to get um, their children in special schools to, to you know kind of uh, help them with uh, the transition and to help them to grow into a more independent uh, person. And so I just want to be able to help those families in any way possible. Well, if there's as you build this stuff out, if there's anything we can do to help you with that, we'll be happy to jump on that bandwagon. I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, it's a it's a tough deal. I I have a I have some family members that go through the same issues, and it it's taxing and it's it's uh 
at the same time, I, I think my wife would always say, well, God blessed you with those children and you as parents are the, the ones to get because you can handle it, you know, and, and not, but you're right. Not every parent can handle it. It's very, it's, it's very mentally taxing. Yeah. Um, just, it, it could be something just as simple as uh, a child being able to uh, go and use the restaurant restroom on his own or being able to uh, play and interact with certain kids because they may be socially awkward in, in some instances. And the fact that not all people are abreast of like autism has no look. You know, you would say, oh, he looks normal, but he's, he is either, you know, low functioning or high functioning, but he does have uh, some form of autism and he, he could be on the spectrum. So uh, just making people more aware and more yeah. conscious and accepting of uh, children with autism. We love that. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's, that's what happens. Like you say, you're out on the ride and, and all of a sudden you start talking a little bit about it. We didn't know that about yourself and your child. And to hear that, it, we're blessed to, to have you share that with us. And I, I'm sure it's tough at times, but uh, I know with your positive attitude and your passion for him, yep. uh, you know, it, how old is he? He's six. Okay. So, and that's why we came up with the shaking hands with America, because when you're out there meeting people, I mean, if we didn't hit the road, we wouldn't have met you, who is now sharing this story. So that's this whole, how this thing just blossoms. Awesome. 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 Yeah. And we'll, we have people here. This is why we do it live is because doing it live. Sorry. <laughs> but we do it live because we love having this community that watches and, and the comments that they make and their friends. I mean, Ralph and, and Shannon are bugging me still and it's fine, but, um, but to see the comments that come on and all of a sudden people start commenting about the subject. And I just saw one, I would do anything to help. Uh, a lot, I'll, of, people, ride. I a mean, lot of people are saying they want to go on the ride. Yeah. yeah. And, and so it's that, that's what this is all about. We do them live because we can get the interaction then they will live on through Spotify or Apple or what have you. And, and so there's going to be more people continuing to hear this. And, and we often say, if, if, what did you say about learning? If you learn one thing, that if you, you learn, learn one thing, you took something <laughs> home with you, you know, you expanded your horizons, but, and I'm seeing people on here too, that are, are coming out and saying, Hey, my child has autism or my grandson. And, and I've seen a few. So, it's making people open up and everyone's going to learn something. Missed you yesterday too, Bruce. Uh, we'll get together soon. So, okay, well that's, so what grade are you teaching then? And what, what's your. So I am currently teaching uh, 11 and 12th graders. Oh, I've, I've taught as young as uh, sixth grade. And yeah, uh, I, don't think <laughs> doing that. <laughs> I don't think I can go back to sixth grade, but uh, the 11th and 12th grade, well, 10th through 12th is uh, a very uh, special group to me because they're uh, entering young adulthood and some of them are looking for some type of like concrete direction, like they need a compass. And if I can just help just point them in one way or another way just to give them 
a push, not necessarily telling them what to do and how to do it, but just to give them like, hey, you might want to think about looking this way or look that way and just give them some perspective on uh, life and what is life outside of uh, high school. I think that's key because a lot of, uh, you know, students, especially nowadays, they live on social media. Uh, they live in, uh, you know, this this uh, bubble of the Internet. And it's hard to really uh, pull them from it and get them uh, acclimated to the real world um, in a way that is productive and meaningful for them. And so I try to just uh, implement uh, real world scenarios when I'm talking with them and then using my personal experiences to help, like I said, give them that, that compass and that push to give them some type of direction. So here you are, you're their teacher. You're, you got the cool vibe going. You're on social media yourself. So when you talk to them and you're teaching them about this stuff and trying to show them the other side of not being on it, they know that you are on it and you're doing like cool stuff. So I'm sure that all your students really have a respect for you. Yeah, and you're not getting messed with by your class. Oh no, not not at all. Uh, I'm well and highly, highly respected, and uh, I think it's it's also cool because um, it's one thing when you you just talk at a kid, but when I'm talking with uh, a kid, it then being able to use, like I said, my personal experience, like hey. I do do social media, but I do it in this kind of way. This is how you can use it to be productive. This is how you can use it to uh, enhance your life. This is how you can use it to, uh, you know, become an entrepreneur. This is how you can use it in whatever manner, uh, way that you deem fit for yourself that uh, will, will increase your quality of life as a person, as a human being. Well, that's, again, back to the earlier point. I mean, I don't think you guys make enough money and and – the influence and impact you have over children is immensely huge. And they're not children at that age, they're young adults. And if you can help inspire, you know, them to get into either the next level of education for themselves or inspire them to work hard at a job that they take on, uh, that's a lost art today. Um, We talk about this a lot on the show, like, there's a bunch of young kids over at his son's company, Thrash and Supply. Uh, almost all of them are really hard workers. Yeah. We're, we're hiring someone here shortly. Uh, Josh is a young guy, uh, graduated college three years ago and has been with us ever since. Uh, hard worker. And, and it's hard to find out there. And, and it's hard to find, you know, blue collar working uh, environment as well. So. Godspeed and God bless you for for taking them under your wing. Yeah, and you know the real bummer is I don't care if you're a doctor, firefighter, police, teacher, just any day you work for UPS or whatever, humans are humans and there's going to be great people in every field and there's going to be bad people in every field. Yeah. And we need the people like you that can bring some positive influence and energy. We need a lot of that. And I feel that we were here, our whole thing we started riding was we're going to go out and we're going to inspire people to get out on the open road, make friends to people, and do good stuff in the community. We've gotten so much inspiration from all of you out there, I mean, big time, that it makes us, you've all inspired us to go farther and even do better than we're doing. And I love that. Yep. 
Totally agree. Totally agree. Take your money. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, so um, talk a little bit about maybe, you know, you've been riding on the Harley for the last little while. What's What's one of your favorite road trips that you've done? We often get asked that, and it's hard for us to decide which one, but you mentioned Canada. That was insane for us. Uh, it's probably one of the best rides we've done in a while. We've done great rides all over this place, but uh, that was uh, one to behold. Uh, we talked a little bit about that. We'll give you where we went so you guys can at some point get that summer vacation and go for a few weeks, you know what I mean? Um, but what's one of your favorite, what are your top two or three rides? Well, uh, in theory, any ride that I can go somewhere where I've never been with a group of friends would be like my favorite ride. Yeah. Um, it's, it's memories. So, uh, you know, that's just the overarching like ideology. But if I had to just like nail them down, it would be. The first, the very first time I rode to uh, to California, um, for you know these all these these rides I'm going to name is going to be for specific reasons, and so riding to California, uh, my mother had just passed, and you know the people who've been following me and keeping up with me, they know that you know I I, I name my bikes after you know my mom and things like that, and I'm always shouting her out in my videos and things like that because she was always she was very influential. And for the people who do not know, um, she wasn't actually the lady who gave birth to me. She took me in as a nine month old infant and she was much older lady, much, much, much older. And she did, I didn't, I didn't have everything I wanted. I didn't have the latest and the greatest, but as I became older, I realized I had everything that I needed. Mm -hmm. And so as I became an adult, uh, I wanted to, you know, I was scrambling, trying to just repair it in any way possible. It was, you know, taking her to church. We go to church together or, uh, you know, take it to our favorite restaurant. And before um, I felt like I could really just really repay her, even though I could never really repay her. She passed away, uh, unfortunately. And I would always tell her about going to California. That was like one of my, my dream rides. Remember, I'm, I'm a, a baby in, you know, riding hard and riding across country. And so that was one of my bucket list rides at the time. And so when I made it to the California state sign, I just broke down and I was just, you know, crying like, you know, crocodile tears, you know, just, you know, talking out loud saying, mom, I made it. I made it. You know, I told you I was going to do it. I told you I was going to do it because this was something that I always talked to her about. And she would say, boy, you're crazy. You're going way out there with a motorcycle. And I'm like, that's, that's what I'm going to do that. I, I promise you I'm going to do it. And when I did it, those wave of emotions just kind of came over me and I just I just lost it. So that was probably uh, the most important ride for me so far. So that, that really that I don't think that's a ride. That's a spiritual journey. Yeah. It, it, you know what it, I mean? You, you rode there, but it. it we had that with Aaron Baker, a recovering quadriplegic. I mean, it wasn't a ride. It became a spiritual journey to watch this man navigate with his challenges that he has, you know? Yeah. And uh, so that one, uh, and that was the, the, the ride that also sparked the bug for me to just, you know, getting out and just seeing more and doing more because, you know, just losing her unexpectedly as well. 
it kind of, you know, triggers something inside of me. Like life is really short. We only, we're only on this earth for just a, a finite amount of time. And so we should be able to do as much as we want to do and see as much as we want to uh, see and explore as much as we want to explore because at any given time it can be taken away from us and we may not have the ability to do so and so I'm very you know passionate about just getting out not just getting out just getting out and, and seeing something new and experiencing something new and so uh my second ride would be the, the ride to Canada that was my longest uh solo ride you know by myself and that was just you know hey I want to do it. Um, I typically take the summers to take to plan a big ride for myself. And uh, I got up and just just kept going. I didn't even have the money to really take the ride. But I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And, you know, I didn't even ask anybody for any assistance and things like that. But people were just like sending cash app and, you know, just, you know, contributing to the ride. Once, once they saw I was out there and this was something that I was really serious about. And uh, I made it to Canada once again, had another emotional breakdown, speaking to my mom, because I always carry her with me. I always carry her in spirit. I carry a T-shirt with a picture on, either I'm wearing it or it's in my saddlebag, just to let her know, like, just to show her, like, hey, this is where we are now. This is what we're doing now. And uh, that was uh, probably the ride where, at that point, it triggered, hey, keep going to do things and see things so you can bring it back to others to encourage them and inspire them to get out and just see more. Um, and uh, I want to say the probably the next one outside of, uh, I would say the next one probably be my um, the third just, um, ride that I just came back from. It, it was just, I've never been that far Northwest and uh, it was just amazing, you know, from someone who uh, has is born in New Orleans, lived in New Orleans his whole life. Of course, I went away to college and came back, but everything has been bricks. Everything has been, you know, just urban. And to get out and just look off into a, a valley and see just nothing but trees or just see a wild horses just, you know, just galloping or seeing bison just you know, chilling, eating grass and stuff like that, man. It just, it did something to me. So that was, uh, <laughs> that was amazing to me. It'll fight you, won't it? It sounds like you had a great mother to, to raise you. And that, yeah, for sure, that's part of your, your structure and, and why you are who you are now with your experiences that created that. But, you know, we go on rides and a lot of the rides we go and we say, wow, this is the best trip we've ever been on. But we stopped each other and said, you know what? We kind of say that on every trip, so I guess <laughs> trips just get awesome. I like to do the same route a few times because, to me, it's like a good movie. You watch it a few times, and it changes. Mm -hmm. So when you go on different routes, you find different things that you didn't see before. So wherever you ride is always going to be great. Well, like in our drop this week, you know, we're at, uh, we're at uh, Forest Gump Point. Right. And we've been there at least 20 times. 15, 20 times, right? And it's never looked the same. It's always awesome. Always different. And this this time we had half of the valley was covered in a dark storm and you could see the rain coming down and the other half was sunny and it was just a, a completely different view than we've ever seen. We've seen every situation. I and mean, it's just, it's crazy. But you know, it'd be cool 
We should one day, because you always say, we got to go to, is it Nolans? Nolans. We got to go there and see the place. We got to roll up to his class. We'll bring a bunch of stickers and goodies. Yeah. And we can be the show and tell. Hey, I'm with it. I'm with it. Show and tell. I'm with it. 12th grade but. but if it's cool show and tell why not <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the sturgis thing too because uh, you know where we go again not being political but this whole stuff that goes on in the news and the crap we see and that we're in this day and age and we have to put up with stuff and we were talking about this the other day i mean your video that you put out you know going to sturgis should i go and and this is how Trey and I met. He he was following the the channel and called and said, "I know you guys go to Sturgis a lot, and um, we have some some guys that we're putting together a, a ride with." And uh, you know, there's not a lot of content uh, in around Sturgis that has you know an African American appeal to it. There's just not. And so I he said he has you know some friends that are concerned, and it's like. No, you need to go. You're going to love it. You're going to be just fine. Here's our, here's, you've got our phone number. Here's the address. If any issues come up, you just come to the house. We're good. But I, you're not going to have any, and you're going to have a great time. And lo and behold, they showed up. We were at the Harley tent. We met them, him and a buddy. Uh, big hugs for everyone. They served uh, our country as well. And lo and behold, we become friends in that moment, right? Yeah. But I was I was just completely blown away that I had to field a phone call like that because I don't see that. I don't hear it. I don't feel it. Um, you put your video out. It's doing extremely well. Same thing for you, right? It's like there's not a lot of content. So should I be going with my buddies? Right. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think uh, for, uh, you know, some riders, I think it's a little bit uh, inherited discomfort. Um, and that's just something that is just kind of just like passed on just like, you know, over over the years, you know, you just hear stories and stories and stories. And, you know, of course, you know, we may have not been there, but, you know, things just get passed on. And so it's kind of like this for the ones who haven't gone yet. It's like, I, I don't know, like, should we go? Is it is it cool to go? Because once, like you said, there isn't a lot of, you know, content or, you know, things out there that's saying, you know, hey, it's. It's cool. It's okay. And so a lot of people cheat themselves out of great experiences because of that inherited discomfort. Um, but for me, being a person who is adventurous, being a person who wants to find out and see for himself, I took the ride. And I, I mean, I had a great time. Of course, I I was there. Uh, I left right as, you know, the big wave came. But there were tons of people there. There still were vendors there, uh, and I had I had a blast. And I I just wanted to put something out there to let people know. If anything, if you didn't get anything from the video, is to go out and see things for yourself. Go if out. You, and see you won't know. You won't know in, until you go or until you have your your own personal experience to uh, or and and you can form your own opinion from that. So that was the, the crux of the video is just to, no matter what anyone says, when, no matter what anyone may may say, just go and find out, take the time, see for yourself, make your own uh, opinion that's based on fact, not just hearsay. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, think about it. You're a motorcycle enthusiast. You ride bikes. You've been riding for a long time, whether it's Harley or not, who cares? Uh, at the same time, people have to see this shit show. I mean, this thing is crazy with all these bikes in it. Uh, you know, there, there are definitely issues that happen. There's fights that happen. There's all sorts. Um, when you have that many people that are that are so drunk at some point, <laughs> the reality is to just go see this, even if it's once, mm-hmm. as a motorcycle rider, to see the size and the breadth of this rally, it's just insane. Well, I've been going to Sturgis. We've, what, eight years of Sturgis? Never seen. I've never seen anything, but I tell you what, I was at one on Brady Street, and I saw more fighting and carnage than I ever saw in Sturgis. Right, for sure. <laughs> but the point being, there's, you know, Trey had to call. There's not a lot of content, but I think you guys, your crew, you guys had a great time, uh, and you turned it into another adventure even past that, right? You were 120th to Sturgis. Yep. So you had a whole adventure going on there, and no issues, and it was a good time, and you – and Everyone got home safe and thumbs up. Let's find the next one, right? Yep. Let's find the next one. Well, that's awesome. And I think we need to put that out there for people. Like, let's, you know, you got to go check it out. If you don't go, you won't know. You'll you'll never know. We have a (laughs) T-shirt you can buy, too, that'll say that. (laughs) Um, One thing I like, you talked about seeing the wildlife out on the open road. mm -hmm. And you actually said bison which makes me happy because most people call them buffalo, but they're bison. <laughs> I always thought it was bison. So. They are bison. I mean, we got to change the football team to the bison bills. <laughs> bison. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, he, uh, I had to find him some bison. He was, we got a Sturgis for, we still haven't seen one bison in Sturgis. Yeah. Custer. No. Yeah, we did that one last couple of years ago. We found finally found her. Yeah. No, we had to find them in Yellowstone. Mm, maybe. And okay. then I found you some caged ones in the, <laughs> outside of Zion. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the, the quest for the bison's on. Now we're on a quest for apple pie. Apple I don't know, pie. like, what the mm. hell we're doing here. Got to find apple pie, man. Alamode, or it doesn't matter. Either way. Either way. It could be for breakfast. <laughs> I know there's apples that are... Um, raised or cropped or whatever you want to call it uh, in different parts of the country and different countries, why don't we have apple pie in every store at all times or I don't in know. every restaurant? We can go to Julian again and find some apple pie. Oh, we'll go to Julian. <laughs> so you're going to come out here. When you ride out here next time, we'll take you down to a little place called Julian and we'll get you some fresh apple pie. I'm with it. I'm How about that? I'm absolutely with it. And then you get us some uh, beignets and chicory. Oh, yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got, you know, a little bit left here. Let's, uh, let's get into uh, what, what are your ride plans for, uh, you know, 2024? Do you have anything planned at all? I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked that. Um, 2024 is going to be epic. Um, every year I try to do between one and two, like really like epic rides. I call them epic rides uh, because, you know, being a school teacher, I, I really have to be very intentional with my time and just 
you know, I do a lot of like long hours on the weekends to just, you know, shoot up somewhere and then shoot right back to make it back uh, home to uh, to go to work. But 2024, I have Alaska lined up and I am I have a a secret ride that I cannot put out on the internet just yet because it's some it's some 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 pieces that need to come together to actually make it happen. But stay tuned because I promise you, when you see the post, it's gonna blow. It's gonna knock your socks off. But Alaska is like the, the first. Can I ask you a question on that. Yeah. Can we is go international or is it <laughs> of domestic? Internet. Of course, it's international. Okay. Of course, it's international. I had I, I had to ask. I'll tell you one thing. Alaska has been on the list forever. I've ridden ridden some scooters up there, like little mopeds. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I mean, it all is open to interpretation. But I think the nature and the wildlife up in Alaska really can't compare to anywhere else. You know. What what time of year are you planning on doing that? Uh, Alaska. Yeah. Uh, this summer. Summer coming. Twenty four. No. What what time of year? Uh. Uh, July. Okay, that's a good time. You'll have uh, you'll have twenty three hours of daylight. Yeah, I, I, I've been doing a little bit of uh, research and talking <laughs> to uh, some people up there, and it's like every you're gonna seem like, you're gonna feel like you want to sleep, but then you can't sleep because it's just so bright and everything. Everybody's just out, and it's like they don't get tired during that time. Yeah, you, know, you, you got to find an Airbnb with a basement, right? Blacked out windows. <laughs> Even Canada I'm was not weird. kidding you. When we were in Canmore visiting uh, Banff on that last Canada trip, it didn't get dark until like 10 30, was when it was completely dark. Mm-hmm. So we got in late the first night. We hung out at the house, went and got some dinner, and walked back thinking it's like seven o'clock. Check your phone, it's 10 15. <laughs> it's just a trip. You, don't, you know, you don't get that, get that tired. You wake up early, it's light, you know. But I, I'm going to tell you, uh, you're going to be in for a treat. You know, if you what so did I miss, it's going to be a treat. To, he's going to Alaska. Ah, yes. But but the scenery there, the the wilderness that you're going to run into. I I don't know what you're going to Anchorage or maybe doing something, but then get outside of that a little bit if you can. Uh, it's just spectacular. You're going to love it. That's the plan. Um, what as I'm riding more and more and, and just you know getting out more and more, it's the it's the nature that really like just does something to me like internally. I can't explain what it is. It's just it's some, well, type, I, I, of nature, some type of cool. We agree. I mean, it's like the the smell, the the sights, the scenery, the. I mean, we've been doing this together for, you know, 10 or 12 years. And we just, you know, three and a half years ago, decided to start telling the story about what we're doing. And we'll go to the same place a couple of times, like he said, but you'll never see it the same every time. It's it's and the weather that you get and what weather does to the next day or that day's riding, which is incredible. Right. If we didn't have motorcycles, I guarantee you we'd be throwing our legs over horses and we'd be going out and finding that same vibe. <laughs> right. We like to travel. I like right. motorcycles a little better. Yeah, a little faster. A little right? faster. 
Um, but yeah, that's incredible. So are you done with kind of what's so through the end of the year here, we, we've got like two or three more rides left in us. Um, we'll, we ride every day, but for as far as for the channel, we've got content. We still have a couple Canada drops we need to do. We've got some stuff we're doing for Eagle Rider. We'll we'll get that done. But our our bigger rides kind of through the end of the year are less, and we'll get into some stuff next year. You Do you have anything towards the end of the year here you're doing? Um. So any, anything uh, outside of the, the the big epic rides that I usually do uh, in the summertime um, are usually like the the rallies and things like that. I'll be at right. uh, Bikes, Blues, and Barbecue in a couple of weeks. Uh, might head head down to uh, Bike Toberfest, Lone Star Rally, um, things like that. Um, because I can I can make it there in a reasonable amount of time, like on the right. weekends, and I can take a a day off from work, like a Friday, and you know leave Thursday evening and, you know, start making some headway in whatever direction I need to go and uh, make it back on time. So, um, yeah, uh, usually just the rallies uh, for the most part are uh, being in the motorcycle club. Some some guys have uh, events that they throw. So I'll just, you know, get on my bike and go and visit those guys and uh, hang out for a second and uh, come on back home. I love it. Definitely cool. Hey, just for a reminder, everyone out there, you know, we have that – videos that are going up on the harley app and they're really cool little series about how far you can ride in short periods of time longer periods of time so check out the harley app we're doing some fun content hd app and uh it's mile crush crushing series so you should check that out we appreciate the the support from harley to do that as well i, I think we have to do a trip with gq somewhere we're gonna have to figure it out and just do a full do something really cool Shake hands, hands with America, find some cool destinations, and make a fun trip out of it. I'm with it. I'm with it. I, so, bet, I bet Harley would back that trip. So what's your best time for travel? Is it then during the summer? Um, what's kind of the school year for you? Uh, usually toward the, uh, the end of April, toward, and then like pretty much up until like right about now is like, the big window for me Okay. Uh, take like really, really long rides. But uh, um, we have, you know, breaks throughout the, the school yep. year, Thanksgiving break. And, you know, we have fall break and spring break and we have a bunch of breaks, you know, built in. So um, I'm able to, you know, move around a little bit more, but as far as like really long multi, multi, multi day trips, uh, it's, it's typically uh, the end of April up until, um, you know, right about now, uh, early August, uh, late August. Well, maybe we can do a thing where we all fly into a place that's close and you get we all jump on Eagle Rider bikes and do a weekend blast, you know? Yeah, we could hook that up. We can do that. I'm with it. So we'll, we're, uh, we usually start planning in November for our 2024 season or for our next year's season, I should say. Um, so we'll, we'll make sure we stay in touch with that. Uh, it's been great having you on the show and you're a friend forever now and, and we're brothers and we love what you're doing and keep that positive message out there. Both you I mean, we looked at your channel, you've got, it's positive. Everything is, is great. Um, but also with the kids, I mean, keep that, you know, keep that faith, keep that running and going. Um, 
we appreciate meeting people like you that have the same energy and the same passion, not only for just motorcycles, but for life. Exactly. You know? And uh, and I think if we all looked at things a little differently, it'd be kind of like that, you know, find people that are around you and surround yourself with those people that have the, the energy that is, there's no color related. There's nothing other than just, we're friends. Well, and the cool thing about that is we find that on the daily. Every day. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, you know, it was fun running into you in Milwaukee. And I, I want to thank Trey. I'm going to give him a little shout out again for. Wait a second. That's coming. Wait, were we walking across the bridge? Yeah. And then he was walking by and, and stopped he was vlogging, and turned around. Yeah, he was vlogging. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did he get on that vlog? And he had his hat on. And I didn't. I'm like, who are you? And he's like, GQ. And I'm like, and Teresa's like, it's on his hat, you dork. So the Tulane wives met him. Yeah. So like like he said, we plan stuff, but our plans end up being no plans that yeah. always end up becoming the greatest plan. Yeah. <laughs> we start, we know where we're going, and we might plan the first night after that. It's game on. Who knows where we're going to be, but that's part of the adventure. The beauty of it. That is definitely the beauty of it. Yep. Well, I I think uh, I think we're onto something here. We need to plan a little little gig together. I'm with it. I'm definitely with it. And I wanted to just to just uh, mention something. So uh, you mentioned my hat. So this is you know my my thing. Um, for people who don't know, uh, it's called the Peace Army. Um, you can go visit peacearmyworldwide.com. And what the Peace Army stands for. Um, my, my slogan or my saying is you just engage and meet everybody with peace, love, and joy. And when we're riding these motorcycles, just like shaking hands with America, you want to just provide a sense of peace with these people. You want to break bread with these people. You want to love these people. You want to, no matter who they are, where they come from, you want to have that love with them or show them that kind of love. And then the joy aspect of it, we're doing something that we all love, which is riding across the country on these two wheels, these motorcycles, and then, you know, spreading that joy with the people that we do meet. So uh, the Peace Army stands for peace, love, and joy, and anybody is a part of the Peace Army if they are down with those uh, those core uh, tenets of it. So uh, I just wanted to shout that out real quick. Well, we better get some Peace Army T-shirts or hats or something. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> and we'll give you some back. But uh I love that. I love that idea and the idea of that. It's uh, We need that more in this world, I, yeah. and I think we all agree to that. So behind you, it's, it's small on our screen to see there, but is that the iconic Muhammad Ali photo? It is. It is. Yeah, uh, I, uh, well, a lot of people don't know I'm, I, I'm an artist as well, uh, but, you know, I just yeah, I did that uh, – Oh, so you did that. You did that. Yeah, I did like awesome. fifteen, like not fifteen, about uh, ten years ago. Awesome! Very that's, good. That's awesome. I I, re- I appreciate that and respect it because I uh I was a sign painter and hand lettering artist and artist my whole life too. Nice. So nice. it caught my eye back there. That's awesome. Before we sign off, let's uh, do one more. So where do they find you? How do they find you? What's what's the whole social? Cool. So uh, once again, you guys can follow me at Just GQ on all your social media platforms. That's YouTube. That's Instagram, uh, TikTok. I have a Twitter, barely use it. But um, if you want to just follow me there, you can follow me there as well. Um, I'm very active on uh, Instagram. 
I go live every morning. You can go ahead and check out uh, www.peacearmyworldwide.com. The site is constantly being updated. Um, and we just out here trying to spread peace, love, and joy to everybody, man. Well, we love it. Peace to you. Love you, brother. And uh, let's set up a right. So stay. We're going to sign off for a second, but stay with us for a minute. No doubt. We're going to jump you out, and then we'll be right back to you. Cool. Boom. What a well, that was cool. What a great guy, man. Um, it's funny we talk about this all the time with the community. It's yeah. like you just and then the, hear the stories with it. You when know, you have that passion like, for writing, wow. it changes the whole world. Yeah, you know, and together, and just that's why we write, I guess, because right. we're just into that stuff. You know, riding motorcycles in the open country. Well, Nothing again. Better. Go check out the drop this week. Go check out drops from last week and the week before. Um, we do have a couple Canadian drops that we'll be doing here, the Canada tour, uh, after we finish our Sturgis stuff. We've we got to get that Sturgis different stuff things going. Uh, the, the store is moving. We invite everyone to come over. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to be located. What's the address? 9027 Canoga Avenue. Unit I. Unit I. I. Real quick. Showroom. Big Go to showroom. our website. TulaneLife.com. We got everything you need. 15. Yes. We um, work hard. We play hard. We uh, we love it. We had a couple people ask, is October 15th, September 15th, October 15th? September 15th. September 15th. Is that the concrete day for the opening party? I told no, them no, no. We don't have a date yet. Opening, so, uh, grand opening's probably the first Saturday of October. Okay. So, so you guys we'll, stay we'll tuned. We'll get that announced. We'll put We'd it on the email blast there, at TulaneLife.com. We'll put it on Instagram, YouTube. That's probably about it, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing what three years has brought. Oh, yeah. And uh, we appreciate all the folks that have supported us throughout the three years, those that started with us, those that are new to us. Um, I mean, it helps us with our travel, and, and we actually get to pay Tulane J. Yeah, and I'm glad if back in what, 1906 or 1903, Harley Davidson was uh, born. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for those motorcycles, we wouldn't be riding. No way. I I'd might be not riding be riding. Something. I said I was never going to ride. I've my been bike. riding since I was five years old. I'd be riding something. Well, I think uh, I like the rumble and the feel. Yeah, I love Harley. You know, I mean, we're Harley just, guys. Yeah, it's anyway. But hey, what a great show. Thank you all for watching. And don't forget to check out TulaneLife.com for parts and t-shirts and socks and suspension and just stuff and, and blogs. We put a lot of energy into writing blogs so you know where to eat and know where to stay and know what videos to watch. And uh, yeah. We're There's a storytelling history champ. What? Can you put the Eagle Rider right back up? And quick? don't forget to check out the Eagle Rider tab on TulaneLife.com so you can take a trip, save some money, see how you can do both at the same time. I don't know. I'm kind I mean, of tired. Because they're going to get a couple credits and they're going to oh, say, say, yeah, get credits, you know, yada, yada, Eagle yada, Rider yada. Club. And with that, because of this show, when we sign out, I guess it's not going to be see you down the road today. It's going to be peace. Army. Yes, sir. <laughs> peace, right, Army. Peace. Yeah, baby. Let's do this. <laughs> see ya. And Doing it live.